I do want to start today to note the way I woke up Friday morning. I'm sure like many folks out there who are listening right now to the devastating news of the death of Demarius Thomas at what feels like the impossibly young age at 33. Just brutal to hear about a guy who in the, you know, if you're a football fan, you've watched him play, you watched him play his entire career and saw him do just some dynamic things. And of course, in this realm of fantasy football, where we lose ourselves and have fun, you know, he provided a great deal of joy for a lot of people out there. And then to hear all the stories come flooding in about, forget the fact that he was a phenomenal football player and he will be honored today at the Broncos game, but all the stories about how he was actually a better person for all the philanthropic work he did in the community just a devastating loss. And, you know, if you if you play the fantasy football long enough, chances are that you probably had Demarius Thomas on your team once or twice. And if you if you were fortunate enough to get him a few times, you probably kept going back to him because he always seemed to deliver. He had a four-year stretch from 2012 through 2015 where he was in the conversation for the number one guy off the board. And so just just a terrible, terrible loss for the football fan out there for the person who plays fantasy football for all the Denver Broncos fans who loved him. I mean, just, just terrible. So I wanted to take a brief moment just to remember some of the amazing moments that he provided for all the football fans out there. The Broncos have been in three overtime games this year. They won them all. Got him. Got him at the 40. It's Thomas at the 50. Stiffer and got him three to the 30. To the 20. Thomas to the 10. Denver's going on the New England. They win it on the first play of overtime. Third down a goal for the nine. Paint empty backfield. Three-man rush. He bounces around. He throws. DT is there. Are they going to say touchdown? Touchdown! Demarius Thomas. Move over Brett Favre. And make room for the new king. Peyton Manning more touchdown passes than any other player in NFL history. Manning caught touchdown and the record. And there's the record, another one. <laughs> when it's said and done, he may have them all. Peyton Manning has now thrown for more yards in a single season than any other quarterback in NFL history. Manning facing a four-man rush, sets in the pocket, looks to the end zone, floats one to the end zone. Thomas with the one-handed catch. Touchdown, Denver. The catch of the year by Demarius Thomas. He looked a little bit like an NBA small forward going up for a rebound in the back of the end zone. This uh, world will be uh, a little bit uh, less full of light with Demarius Thomas no longer in this world. At the age of 33, I uh, was exchanging checks, uh, text with some friends about it uh, on Friday morning. And uh, one of my buddies said, hey, welcome to this news. You know, I never had him on a fantasy team, but there were plenty of years that I wish I did. And I think that's the way a lot of people felt about Demarius Thomas. And like I said, um, sometimes you follow athletes and you, you know, you can be disappointed when you learn about their personal lives. Demarius Thomas was not one of those people. He was truly a uh, very great person and so sad sad news about his death on friday morning so but on to the actual game that we play and one of the reasons we were so uh you know enamored with demarius thomas it is week 14 so let's uh move on and get things underway he 
It's time to get things underway on the Fantasy Football Show. Jeff Miller gets it going with First and Ten. All right, I think the best place to start is with the return of... Is he a receiver? Is he a running back? Let's discuss. Garoppolo has time, stands in, going deep, going for it. Oh, and it's caught for the touchdown! On fourth down, Debo Samuel for six. Debo Samuel returns from that groin injury, expected to play per Adam Schefter. That is good news for all the Debo owners out there, especially if you're in a must-win situation week 14. If you're playing for the playoffs, Debo is going to essentially, or we're expecting him to be active. So that is very good news. And with Elijah Mitchell out for the 49ers, you have to conclude that Debo Mitchell, I'm sorry, Debo Samuel will probably see plenty of carries as well as long as he is able to go get him locked and loaded right back into your lineup. They let me, they, y'all act like I left them my own. Golly, I didn't do it. Shoot, I'm just, if I could have stayed, I could have stayed. If I, if I can't, they didn't want me like that ex-girlfriend. Shoot, I got to go. But, you know, I got a rebound. It was the Lions. They picked me up. You know what I mean? Now they feeding me good, taking me to dinners. You know what I mean? Another man's treasure, another man's treasure. Got to love uh, that high, that uh, soundbite from Jamal Williams whenever we have, we have an opportunity to play it. Uh, he, unfortunately, though, has been placed on the COVID list for the Lions, and that's probably a bigger issue for the team as a whole. Certainly, Jamal Williams is going to be out, but the issue, I think, is the fact that they have now placed six players on the COVID list. They're also dealing with a flu outbreak. Six people within the organization are also sick with the flu. They could have a real roster crunch today against Denver. So if you're asking me which running back to turn to at this point, I guess Igwe Buike, but I'm, I want no part of it if you can step away from the Lions situation because this, is, this, this feels like it could be one of those point of no returns where just too many people are – out and the team that the Lions put on the field is not going to be an actual NFL team. So certainly I think the move here too is if you're looking at the Broncos situation, I think this sets up well for Javante Williams because this could be an area where the Den- where Denver's just kind of running the clock out, trying to get it over with with a pretty solid lead in the Lions without much offensively to garner. So I think Javante Williams is still locked in, even though Melvin Gordon is as a possibility to play and he's going to be a game time decision but I think what we saw from Javante Williams is that he clearly last week showed he could be a featured back I'd be surprised if Melvin Gordon goes right back to leading with touches they were close to 50-50 most weeks but Javante Williams was usually right on his heels Gordon oftentimes would be have a slight edge I think at the very least Javante Williams gets the slight edge in this case and I wouldn't be surprised at all if Javante Williams sees close to 20 touches after what he showed you last week against Kansas City. So I'm uh, I'm going to go ahead and play him against a depleted Detroit Lions team. Second and goal. Kissing. Has a touchdown. Has two touchdowns now into the end zone. J.D. McKissick for Washington. All right. So especially if you're in PPR formats, I think the hope was that maybe you could plug J.D. McKissick back into your lineup. That is not the case. He's still dealing with issues he's still in concussion protocol he will not play for football team today which means that uh, Antonio Gibson he look he's he's a top four top three play right now for Washington and and running backs out there so without McKissick on the uh, active roster today Antonio Gibson 
all systems go. They've got the extra lineman in. Here's Gaskin, and he walks in for the touchdown. The Miami Dolphins off to a red-hot start in Santa Clara. So the Dolphins have the bye, so that's probably the – you didn't really have to make any huge moves, but Miles Gaskin has been placed in COVID protocol as well as Selvin Ahmed. So just keep something to keep an eye on for your playoffs. As you look ahead, you may have to have preparations. I know we always like to think, oh, you, you hope it's just going to be one week, but you never know. So I think that's something to keep an eye on, especially because it was late in the week this week. You, if you're counting on using Miles Gaskin next week, just be prepared. That may not be a possibility for you, along with the Dolphins. The Colts, Patriots, and Eagles are on by. So um, make sure that you're aware of that and keeping tabs on your roster today. But again, Miles Gaskin placed into COVID protocol, along with his direct backup, Selvin Ahmed. Snap bit to his right. Herbert is being chased, thrown on the run, and it is caught. Touchdown, Keenan Allen. What a grab. As Herbert extends and Allen goes and gets it. And the Chargers score first. Uh, there's another one who is in COVID. Keenan Allen not going to be available for the Chargers today. They do have a little bit of positive news, though, in that right, with the phrasing of positive, I should be careful. They had they received good news, though, because Mike Williams has been out. He's been removed from COVID protocol. He was a close contact, I would assume, because of that receiver's room with Keenan Allen. Um, he was deemed a close contact initially, was unsure whether or not he was going to play, but he has he is now come out of COVID protocol, so he will be available for the Chargers today against the Giants and Justin Herbert, which is, I think, critical because I think a lot of people were on the fence about what they wanted to do with Herbert if both Williams and Allen were going to be out. I think with Williams back in the lineup, you have to probably start Justin Herbert in most leagues. First and goal at the two, Henderson with the carry, fighting for the goal line, and he's in for the touchdown, and the Rams have likely just salted away a 2-0 and start with a win on the road. Yep, there's another uh, COVID protocol. Daryl Henderson is going to be unavailable for the Rams tomorrow night against the Arizona Cardinals, which means that looks pretty promising for Sonny Michelle, but I'll I'll offer up the caveat, be careful, because this is a Monday night game. And, you know, I, I always get concerned about players playing the same position for a guy who enters COVID protocol because of close contact, like we just saw with Mike Williams. And the fact that this has now come up so close to their game on Monday, we could see a scenario where Sony Michelle is forced into protocol, whether or not, you know, he even um, is positive. So, it looks like a really good opportunity to start Sonny Michelle on Monday, but you're going to have to be careful and just be aware it's a possibility. I don't know if you don't have, you know, an option to fall back on Monday night, what would the options be? I mean, that's, that gets a little bit, you know, hard to wade through, but I guess I'll mention Chase Edmonds is returning for Arizona in that same game. Although I expect James Conner to be, continue along with more of the featured back role. Chase Edmonds, before he got injured, was, for the most part, leading Arizona in touches. It was more the goal line aspect that James Conner was really excelling in. Since Edmonds has been gone, Conner has uh, really taken advantage and provided a, a uh, real lead back for Arizona. So maybe if you have Edmonds on your roster to turn to, if Michelle can't, for some reason, can't go. Again, I'm getting very speculative and way ahead of myself. I'm just trying to give you, though, scenarios that I'm thinking through as possibilities. But Daryl Henderson 
ruled out for the Rams. Uh, looks good right now for Sony Michelle if you wanted to use him this week. Second and ten. Okay, so Tony Pollard is going to try and give it a go today. We will see, but I don't know. It doesn't sound very encouraging right now. Ezekiel Elliott obviously hasn't been his best self. You have to wonder if all the carries have finally caught up to him. But Tony Pollard is dealing with his own issues, and he, even though he did not practice all week, the hope is that he might be able to go for them today. I don't know if I would really feel great about using him, though. If you If you have anything else at this point, I would probably consider going elsewhere because I just, when you're getting all these, uh, when you're getting the speculation that, you know, it's going to be up in the air about whether or not he's going to be able to go, uh, you know, even if he is active, I guess the, the good news is it's a noon game, but even if he's active, I don't really feel great about what I've heard and read. So it's one of those situations where because he's already splitting some touches with Elliot at this point, if he's hobbled, I would probably look for alternatives, if at all possible, for you.